Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Paranormal Prowlers Podcast. Grandmas, they are incredibly precious, aren't they? <laughs> Looking up the definition, I had to laugh. One's grandmother. Well, duh. <laughs> what they should have for the definition is a phenomenal baker. Spoiler of all children. The queen of candy. The almighty present giver and storyteller. Tender heart, loving soul. You get the picture. Now that's a grandma. My family is a very close one. Even if we live far from each other, we always are in contact, no matter what. Both my grandmas, I have a very close connection to. My mom's mom lives in Tucson, Arizona, and unfortunately, due to the long distance, we don't see each other nearly as often as I would love to. But we keep in constant contact via snail mail. We are pen pals and write each other on a regular basis. My dad's mom, I saw all the time, as only two blocks separated us. She passed away a few years ago, and I suffered a great deal. She got to her late 80s, a nice ripe age, and lived a long life. But her death was sudden, and I was very much shocked when she did pass away. I mean, isn't it odd how there's not many guarantees in life, but one that we can't escape is death. It's expected of each and every one of us. However, when it occurs to someone you're close to, it is shocking. It's unexpected. The last few years of her life, she became prone to falling in her condo. She'd fall, go to the hospital, stay for a while, come home. She'd be okay for a certain amount of time, and then it would happen all over again. Well, one fall proved to be her downfall and the end of her days. It was quick, sudden, and then lights out. I remember getting the call being told about her fall. And I remember thinking, okay, she'll be calling the hospital home for a while again. Then I was told it was much more serious, and I lost it. A wailing could be heard. Indescribable pain and horror and pure and utter shock. When suddenly I realized that that wailing was coming from me. Honestly, I would break down in tears when I had to say the words grandma and funeral in one sentence. I mean, it was excruciating and just so unbearable. At the time of her passing, I lived two and a half hours away, and I would go up often to visit her and the rest of the family and friends. Well, the day after she passed away, I went to work, and I have to tell you, it was one of the hardest days ever. Trying to hold back the tears and emotions was just beyond challenging. After work, I went to Pueblo to be with family. Dealing with funeral arrangements and everything was a cruel punch in the gut proving that it wasn't a nightmare. This was the real deal. I would never see her or hear her sweet voice or laughter or her hugs ever again. The days before her funeral were honestly a blur. I had to do something or I'd go insane. So I decided to make a memorial for her. I dug deep into old photo albums, finding pictures of her as a child and a young woman, then into a mother and then a, ultimately a grandmother. This collage had pictures, young and old, all stages of life, decorated with flowers and lace and what have you. I had been setting up my workshop at my dad's home. 
A day or two before the funeral, he had plans with some friends where he asked if I could stay at a friend's for that particular night. Usually I'd have no issue doing so, but that specific evening, it seemed like every single friend of mine had prior engagements. So I found myself at my very last resort, alone at my grandma's condo. This place usually was warm and welcoming. Many memories took place there. But that day was solemnly different. The love was gone. That familiar warmth had left the building. It was just now the remains, the skeleton of what used to be. Anyway, I set up my pictures, my glue and tape, my flowers and stickers and the markers on the ground and start working on my grandma's collage. I feel really kind of uneasy, like I'm being watched. My ears, they start to play tricks on me and I just debunk the sounds as my grandma's neighbors. I turn on the TV and get to work. When it's time to sleep, I pass out on the couch. I leave the TV on just for background sounds. When I suddenly wake up with a feeling that someone is there, I get up and double check the front door and the back door and the windows. They're all locked and secure. I go back to bed, turn the TV off and conk out once again. Well, I wake up an unknown amount of time later to hear whispering again. The layout of the condo is that you walk in the front door, okay, and you're in the living room where I was sleeping. To the right of where I am is a small bathroom and a guest room. Straight ahead is the dining room and the kitchen. And to the right of the kitchen is a doorway that leads to my grandma's room and bathroom. The living room and dining room is a large open space with a counter separating the kitchen from the dining room. From the couch, you can look past the kitchen and through the window out to the back porch. So back to the whispering. It sounds as if it's just a few feet away towards the bathroom and guest room. And it sounds as if someone was sleeping like myself and someone was whispering as to not wake the sleeper. I get up again, turn on all the lights, check out the condo once more. No other living beings there. I turn off all the lights, retire once again to the couch. Later on, I hear whispering once again, and I open my eyes and I see a light. I remember thinking to myself, geez, how odd is it that I see this light? As I know for a fact that I turned off every switch in the house. I have been going to that condo ever since I was a child and I'm very familiar with the layout and know full-heartedly that I did not forget any of the lights. So I look around and see that the side lantern on the wall in the kitchen by the doorway or my grandma's room, that lantern is on. Now, mind you, when she was alive, she would religiously leave that lantern on every single night for decades. She did this because every night she would get up to go to the bathroom, and then get a glass of water usually in the kitchen. So she always made sure to have that on so she could navigate her way. The lantern being on was weird, okay? But what overshadowed the light was a black figure standing there by the light. So about 30 or 40 feet from where I was laying down. Folks, I don't know if this was my grandma or not. All I can say is is that she lived there ever since I was like five years old. And that location was never active with paranormal activity before until after she passed away. In the past, I have seen full-bodied apparitions with features, etc. This figure was black with no features or details whatsoever. Now, of course, yes, it could have been someone else, 
but I'd like to believe it was her and that she was with me that night, as I have a piece of her with me wherever I go, in my heart and in my soul. I'd like to mention that outside the back door where the kitchen is leads to two steps that is outside in the backyard. She fell on one of the steps which led to her passing. This step is about 20 or so feet from where the figure was standing. I miss my grandma a lot. I really do think of her often. Whenever I see her in a picture, I automatically hear her voice, her her laugh, see her smile. Since her passing, I'd like to also mention that I have smelled her. Like clean laundry, tied and downy combined. Such a clean, refreshing, and crisp smell. Also, I smell her baking. I will go into more detail about this next week when I discuss phantom smells. Are you still fortunate enough to have your grandparents around? If so, please give them a big hug. If they live far away where you can't give them a hug, call them. I wish I could. I want to leave you now with this song. This was captured of my grandma on a Thanksgiving night after we stuffed ourselves full of a very thankful feast. Her father, my great-grandfather, was a coal miner in Walsenkamp in Colorado, and she spent a lot of time in a coal mining camp. I can't help but smiling hearing her sweet voice singing. So here's that song, you guys. I hope you enjoy it as much as me. (laughs) Here we go. Take it away, Grandma. This is a song I learned when I was a little kid in Walson Camp. I went to the animal fair. The birds and the beasts were there. The big baboon by the light of the moon was combing his silvery hair. The monkey, he got drunk and he (laughs) fell on the elephant's trunk. The elephant sneezed and fell on his knees and that was the end of the month. The monk and that was the end of the month. Please drink responsibly. (laughs) Oh, man, I tell you, it just warms my heart and soul and being just hearing that grandparents really are truly special. They really, really are. And we're so lucky to be graced with them in our lives. I know I've talked with some people who they've had grandparents pass away before they were born or, you know, when they were so young that they don't really have memories And I was lucky to be around 34 or so when my grandma passed away. Just very, very grateful for all those memories. Absolutely. And wish there could have been more. But I'm grateful that I've had over three decades worth of them where some people aren't so fortunate. So uh, sweet, sweet sounds for sure. (laughs) So you guys have a real spectacular rest of the week. And I'll see you all next week when I share some encounters when it comes to phantom smells and where you'll also hear about other people and their experiences when it comes to phantom smells. Till then, have a wonderful day. See you next time.